Welcome to the Business of Being a Woman, the podcast where we share the honest and sometimes messy truth of navigating life as a woman who wants more. I'm Hannah, a naturopath and human design coach for women in business. And I'm Phoebe, a women's self-love, mindset and business coach. In a world of tired women settling for good enough, we're asking and answering the uncomfy questions that will help you raise the standard of how you experience yourself, your body, your relationships, your business and your life. It's time to do what women do best. Let's talk some shit. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. We are coming in hot with a just an updates episode. Like there's so much going on over here for me and Hannah and I feel like this is such a good opportunity for us to talk about just how fast life moves when you play in the realm of like manifestation, big dreams, business, healing yourself, like knowing yourself so well that you understand how to move through your blocks and your limits and your bullshit and all those things really, really fast, which it honestly doesn't feel fast at the time. Like Hannah and I have just been reflecting on some of the things that are happening and then we're like, that was like a week ago. Felt like a year, felt like all this stuff has happened, but just the last couple of months have been pretty cray cray. We've had some big things going on. Hannah's bought a house. Hannah's just like completely burnt down and restarted her business model. <laughs> Hannah's been racking up speaking gigs. I've been in Costa Rica with Manifestation Babe. Had my 40K month. I sold my gym. Like it's all going on over here. And it's only been like, yeah, a couple of months. We were like, do we do a big reflection episode? And we were like, we can't even get there yet. We've just got to unpack November, December to, to, to get there. So yeah, I'm excited to hear what's been going on for you, Hannah. Like I'm, I feel like I'm getting snippets of the unpacking and the, the rebuilding of your business right now. And it's very exciting. Mm-hmm. But you're also in the middle of like moving house. Congratulations, yeah. by Thank the way, you. on the house. How are you? Thank you. Very how are you exciting. Feeling in your big new home. Your big new home. Well, it does. It feels big compared to where we came from because <laughs> we we're in a two by two apartment, and now this space, the space in this place, is like massive. It's very expansive. Feels very abundant. Um, but at the moment, our it feels yeah, it just feels very big and spacey and a little bit lonely. Not gonna lie. Oh, and your teeny tiny furniture. The, yeah, I'm like, where's I need? Yeah, we've ordered new furniture. It's you know furniture. There's a bit of a delight. It's yeah, it's all gonna be filled out and feel like a home um, in the new year, which is really good. Um, but yeah, it feels really exciting and it's quite funny because even we were reflecting on since like the first lot of episodes we recorded and we put out like say the one on like purpose. I was like, oh, my God, like how much has already changed since we recorded that? Yes. For both of us, actually. And that was literally just not like a couple of months ago. And we were like partially being like, yep, we know exactly what we're doing. And still also there was times where we were like, there's still more. And then literally I feel like you were like, there's more. And then two days later you're like, there's so much more. (laughs) Yeah, it was was wild because I feel like I'd almost be – I'd, be, I'd change my answers if I had to respond mm. today in some in some ways. But so, yeah, one of the biggest things that came from that episode was when I was talking about I'm not fully aligned with my purpose yet because there were things and problems that I still wanted to solve, particularly around the practitioner world. Mm-hmm. And more on like that paradigm shifting, like society level work. Um, and yeah, after we recorded that episode, I was literally like, what the fuck am I waiting for? Like... I already know what I want to do. Like I was just, yeah, and you really caught me out on that. And yeah, I was like, oh, I'm playing small. Like when, like what, what, what do you need 
from the external environment to say you're ready mm. and that you're enough and that it's time. Um, and so, yeah, I just started really saying no to clinical work for the first time in my business, which, you know, I think everyone likes to look at, oh, like, that's so good. Like, you're changing your business model. You're out there killing it. I've had people message me about, oh, like, I really feel your brand message now and, like, the stuff you're saying, like, there's so much power behind it. I feel really seen in it. It's really resonating. Like, you're really speaking up. And then, like, how quickly I've gotten these corporate, a couple of corporate gigs and speaking mm. things. And, like, I have friends who are, like, in, like, that's what they do. They, they very much are networkers and work in corporate. And they're like, whoa, had, have you had anyone say no yet? And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, it was just, yes. it, everything happened quickly. And I think it's very easy from the outside for people to just look at how, like, the, the change and the success and mm. um, see, oh, that's easy for you. Well, that's, and I'm like, if people understood <laughs> the amount of discomfort, which in that, I think it was that same episode where we were talking no, it was in the one where we're talking about wobbles mm. in business. That was me in that wobble of like really trying to decide, am I ready to say no in order to make space to say yes to these other opportunities like going into corporate and really trying to heal the way that women work yeah. and um, educate that and then also work with practitioners to change their business model and the whole starving artist that is the identity of a holistic pracky to really like fix that problem on a societal level. I've, um, yeah, I had to say no to clinical work because I just mm. wouldn't have the space. I can't, I'm a generator. Like if anyone knows about HD, it's you, you really want to focus on like one big thing and being in clinic mode and having to constantly keep up with clinic knowledge and clinic education and researching for my clients and I take that stuff so seriously I had to start saying no to it and there was a dip there was a void there was mm-hmm. a drop in money coming in and there's people inquiring to work with me for that exact thing for my 12-week health protocols because I get good results and I was getting referrals and I had to say no when yeah. no money was coming in yet from speaking gigs no money was coming in from these other avenues from working with practice no money was coming in and I was holding and saying no. And that was so uncomfy because I didn't, I had to believe that this was for me because I desired it and that I was ready for it. And I had to believe in myself before I had the evidence that like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I can do this. And yeah, other people think I can do this too. And yeah, the more I said no and the more I held that, it was a very, it it felt like I was in it for ages, but really it was like a week. It was like a week. (laughs) That's so funny. But for me, it that felt was, like a lifetime. It was yeah. intense. Like, you know, because I was there and behind the scenes feeling your energy as you were going through that and the fears and like, and even, you know, same. I'll be like, how long you talked about this for? A couple of months, guys. Not that long. Like, we're still moving very fast over here. But the, the like, it is real. Like, we all, it's cute for us to say when you take something away, you make space for something new. And it's so true. And that's such glowing evidence of, like, you took stuff away, you made space for new. And, because like, because you held the vision so strong, it did happen so fast and so powerfully. But in that time, no matter who you are, whatever that time frame is, whether it's a week or, like, six months or two years, like, it feels fucking terrifying because you're literally you're turning away money you're turning Mm -hmm. away like you just bought a house like you're turning away your mortgage payment right now and (laughs) like yeah I was I have to bring in a lot more to Mm. my relationship to cover this mortgage from what 
I was contributing in rent and bills. Mm. It's, a, it's a lot more. So I actually, my expenses increased at the same time that my income was going down. That's and so I held it. fucking ballsy. I love and that. I held it because I'm not here to, like, I think what I really learned from healing my chronic fatigue was it's, it's my, yeah, this is my whole soul's mission is that I'm not going to sacrifice myself and for me, like a generator, we burn out when we do stuff that's it's not what we want to do. And mm. I knew I was getting frustrated with certain pieces of clinical work. And it's not because I don't like it. It's not because I'm not good at it. It's because I desired this other thing. I desired a little bit more. And mm-hmm. it's not that this work is better than that work. It's not that. It's like this was my soul saying I want you to move in this direction. And that frustration and that ignoring the calling Mm. that exhausts you that takes up so much yeah that takes up so much energy um and so yeah I just knew I'm very much a big believer in I'm not I like that's why I can't I could never go and just work for someone else like I just know that about myself like I can't I have like that's one thing I'm good at is like I know what I want and then I want to do it yeah in you know there's a bit of a wobble there where I don't know exactly what I want and what it looks like yet but um yeah just that evidence of like anyone you've seen like online succeeding and like yeah they've had to hold a period of where it wasn't working out Mm. and there's no evidence that it would work out yeah and the trick I feel is like as soon as you recognize that that wasn't for you you moved very quickly on it like you probably woke up for like 14 days and went oh I'll just do a little bit more pracky work and hold on and then like you were like, no, like it's not fucking for me and we move on. And most people wake up for 365 days for 12 years straight going, this isn't quite for me before they make a move. <laughs> don't you really know? enjoy this job. Yeah, like if you don't want – if you want your life to move faster and you want things to manifest faster for you, you want more good things, if you're seeing someone else and like why does everything happen so fast for them, it's that. It's that they rip the Band-Aids off fast and when they hear those messages, intuition, calling, like – desire whatever it is they don't like they ignore it for a lot less time than Mm. you're ignoring it for that's probably what it is and it's it is so scary it's so uncomfortable but I feel like that's the power of this like healing and personal development journey and getting to know yourself really well because you know you know when you have a calling like that no I'm not just tired or bored or something it's for me and you you know which ones are for you and you can trust it and and you start learning a lot faster because you see the evidence every time you do that and you go shit I'm going to take this thing away and it's really scary and I'm going to let that part of me shed and then it this the space gets filled with something so much better next time that happens even though it's scary you're like get that shit out of here because I want to know what's next like I'm ready for the next thing Mm -hmm. and I know that the next good part will come and yeah you build your tolerance to hold discomfort Mm. and get excited about it and I think yeah (laughs) and I think where me and you Phoebe's really like relate and get on is we can be in the mess but still not be a victim Mm. we can feel that it's hard and it's messy and we don't know what the hell's going on but I don't we we might fall into victim every now and then because every human does but we we never allow ourselves to stay there and the comparison I think they're the two things that even when we've been in masterminds together and having conversations with other business owners I think that's why we've always uh, like connected because Mm. of how we yeah we're processing things in the moment and I'm like she's processing in a way that she's still in her power yeah even in the crumbling even in the wobble she's still holding and like even in those episodes that we recorded you're having your biggest cash month and I've just all like all my income 
I don't have any income coming yeah. in all of a sudden. And I can still like be happy for you and not compare that, yeah. but use it as evidence. And I'm I like, can feel safe enough to share that with you and not be like, oh, well, you better not talk to Hannah about that right now because like, and that we're always going to have those back and forwards in a relationship like that. And that's so powerful to be able yeah. to handle that. And but yeah, that conversation I feel like so many people would have gone in there and felt broken because you're in the – I was in the come down mm. into the void. You've just come out of the void. You made the decision to sell the gym. You had this – you had your moment of, like, choosing, going all in in this next venture. And, like, I was seeing the evidence of if you just hold. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, like, anyone you look at – and I've had a few conversations even this week with some of the prackies I've been talking about and, like – just this comparison of like comparing people um, that you see online and how easy it looks for them or, oh, but they're doing this and I'm still down here. And it's like, if you continue to play into that and be a victim and see people's success as evidence why you can't then have it, mm. you, like you're not going to change. Like you're and, just not. And it's the best evidence of why you can and have it. Exactly. Like, like as soon as you start looking at it that way, that's so powerful. And like, Yeah, and maybe as we're recording that episode, like you're in the dip and I'm in the up. But if we went back two months, I'm on my lounge room floor bawling my eyes out being like, why would I have to sell like this seven-year thing that was like my whole identity for like all of this time and what made me feel like a business owner and everything? Like I was – the dip was there. You were shedding. Yeah, there was major shedding in that process. That's – yeah, I love that. That was Mm. such a good good little nugget. And I feel like that um, that goes into your – your updates. My updates. Yeah, well, sold the gym. That was a big one. And it's one of those ones where I have to be really careful because life over here moves so fast. I can just sometimes really be like, yep, done, cool, next thing. And I'm trying to sit in it a little bit longer and be like, that's so fucking cool, dude. Like you built this thing. It was so good, like fulfilled my life so deliciously for so long. Still now have like, I did not sell that thing at a time when I was like, I hate this. I'm over it. It's not good. It's falling apart. I'm not showing up. And trust me, I had that time. You remember that? I had yeah. that time where I wasn't doing that. And I I had no idea at that time that I was going to sell it. At that time, what I was focused on was like, I, I need to show up for this thing. How that can I, I get love. excited about it again? Yeah. And I really went back. Like we renovated the gym. We put all this money into it. I like stepped up with my staff. I like ripped all these band-aids off. That those few months were like some of the most uncomfortable of the year. And same, they were a few months. That felt like a fucking year of work that I did in those couple of months of facing the worst of the worst of everything I dropped the ball on in that business over the couple of years before and all the ways I'd lowered my standards, all the ways I'd made myself small, all the ways I'd tried to like outsource my responsibility and stuff. Like that was real ugly for me to face. Like... I'm still, I'm having flashbacks to like those voice notes I put in where I was literally like in the gym pacing and crying and you were like voice noting me back and it was so intense and I went through that part and I healed all those things and like that was such a process for me this year of like rebuilding my self-trust as a business owner of like I can fucking do this, I have these conversations, I know who I am, I hold these standards, I know how to support people, I know what these people deserve, I know what I deserve, like I just did all of that and rebuilt it so beautifully so when I 
You got, can walk away proud. Yeah. And I still didn't know, like, as I was doing all of that work, I think we renovated the gym and I was like, this is sick. Like we're on a high. And two weeks later, I think I got that download that was just like, sell the gym. And I was like, excuse me, what? <laughs> it literally like, yeah, shit my pants when I heard that one. That one I tried to ignore. It was like, but I just knew that one. I, I feel like that's one of the first downloads I've tried to ignore like for a while, because when I get them, they're usually not so major. They're often major, but I'm just like, well, that's how it is. That's where we're heading. I like, they're never wrong. They're always where I'm going. So when I heard that one, I was like, no, <laughs> like, <come on. laughs> and I literally, I think I managed to sleep that night and I got up in the morning and I was like, dude, you're going to have to deal with that one. Like you can't. <laughs> and you jumped on the call. And yeah. Like, Guys. <laughs> um, yeah. And I was like, you're going to have to deal with that one. You can't not. And it was so fast. I literally had that download, freaked the fuck out, cried all night, told my husband, called like the manager of my gym and had a meeting with her the next morning. And I was like, it's time for you to buy the gym. <laughs> and she was like, like we've jokingly talked about this for so long, but we did think we were joking and we both thought I was going to be in it for a long, long time, longer than I was. Um, but when I presented it to her, she was like, yep. And I was like, fuck, my downloads are always so on point. Because <laughs> like, the download wasn't, it was sell the gym. And then I was like, excuse me more. And it was like, sell the gym to Shannon, who was um, the manager at my gym. And I was like, oh my God. So went through that big horrifying process of processing that and then having that conversation and then she was like, yep. And then I was like, oh, my God, okay, this is where we're going. And fortunately had a few months in that time of how long it takes to sell a gym (laughs) um, to settle into that and everything. But, yeah, the whole time, like the emotions of that were so strong and so intense and there was so much fear and there was lots of fear in the process as well, you know, like, I don't know, you know, most of us are scared to even tell someone how much money we make in a month. Have you ever handed over your whole profit and loss to someone and their accountant and their mum and dad and sister to like rip apart to try and tell you how you don't deserve all that money? <laughs> like It was so like there were so many uncomfortable pieces on the way and we were friends. That was like challenging in so many ways, but also so cool, like really cool to go through a process like that and come out the other side having such a beautiful outcome for everyone involved like it was such a heart-led process all the way from both of us which is amazing and yeah and just be able to leave like even now sometimes I'm getting these little moments where I'm like dude you have a legacy like you built something and it's still going oh my gosh I haven't told you the cutest thing um we had the Christmas party the other day and Shannon named an award after me And so every year somebody gets the Frost Award to like celebrate the gym values and stuff. So I I live on forever. I love that. So cute. They made me like this video and they were trying to show me in the pub on speaker and no one else could hear the speaker. So I was just crying in the middle of the room by myself. (laughs) But it was so sweet. But yeah, just so cool. And like it is massive. Sometimes, yeah. We move so fast over here and really big things happen and I'm just sometimes have to take a moment and be like, that's fucking huge, dude. Not many people have like built a business and sold, it sold a business at like it's at a good state, like not because you wrecked it or, <laughs> or you it want or out. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, love that. 
love that for me. Meanwhile, I'm having my like biggest month ever in the other business, which that's the other thing. When I got that download to sell the gym, this business was not doing that well. Like this was the early days. I could only just really properly started launching my one-to-ones and like they were going well, but they were at my intro prices and stuff. Like I was selling the gym 100% knowing I had not replaced my income. I did not have enough money actually to even pay the part of my bills I had been paying, like let alone any of the lifestyle I've been living or anything like that. So, but that same, that decision was so clear and there was no way I could be like, well, just hold on for six months and let it build and blah, blah, blah. Like it just, I would have been in the ick for six whole months lying to myself. And same thing. It's like, it's such a big leap. But at the same time to me, there like the hesitation wasn't there because I was like, I've done this leap so many times now and it always works out a hundred times better for me than the times I try to hold on and do something else weird to do the smart thing or whatever it is I'm meant to be doing. Like I just trust my gut, I trust those downloads, I know that's for me and it's going to be for everyone else and, you know, like like we've talked about in those past episodes, like I've been holding the vision for this business the whole time. Like I know where we're going, I know it's going to be good. I also know I'll live on five bucks a week until we get there if that's what has to happen. But like, yeah, the fact that I did, I made that decision, sold the gym. We hadn't even sold the gym yet, but it was like I made that decision, cleared that mental space and this business just went like boom so fast in that space of time as well. A hundred percent. And everything I'd gone through in the gym this year was a million percent the groundwork, like rebuilding that self-trust, reclaiming my like leadership and power in that business and in myself and the way I wanted to lead and the way I wanted to do things. And obviously the fact that I like just rebuilding that confidence in myself that I'm a fucking bomb business owner that can do that shit. Like I needed that to head into selling my business masterminds and things like that. So I'm so grateful for that time. And I remember even in the depths of those voice notes and crying on the floor and all that stuff, like that was the one thing I wanted to add to what you were saying about we don't compare and stuff like that in the darkness of it. So deeply grateful all the time always in such an epic mindset of gratitude I could be crying my eyes out and I'm like thank fuck this is happening like I just know this right here is for me this absolute shit show right here is for me like this is taking me exactly where I want to go and I think that energy is so powerful and even thinking about it like they always say the most powerful manifestation frequency or whatever is gratitude to be crying on your floor and still feel deep gratitude like that's probably why shit happens so fucking fast for us. hundred percent. Yeah. And that's like the ability to find beauty in the full mm. spectrum of human experience. It's like how beautiful a devastatingly sad movie is, mm-hmm. but how beautiful a like happy ending, <laughs> like loved up movie is like being able to find beauty in every single emotion. Yeah. Is what, yeah, I think will keep you whole, mm. but will allow you to move on in a speed and direction that good shit comes from even the bad, like yeah. heaviest times. It's kind of like, like it can be rough to think about if you've had a lot of hard times, but it's almost like when you come to acceptance that like you're always going to have problems, you're always going to have hard stuff, like life would actually be so boring without it. 
and especially the, when you're an emotional like me <laughs> and the beauty of like um yeah of of life and the joy of life and the like the fulfillment of life is moving through your challenges it's the challenges it's not actually just like the floaty fun bit on the other side it's the challenges so like I love the idea of like getting better problems and better challenges and stuff but like if you if you're always just waiting for the challenges to end and to be in this blissful perfect state if you're setting those intentions for like 2024 is just going to be like my easy year or something like it's probably it's probably not or it's going to be boring you know like so if you can come to peace with your challenges and not even peace like gratitude for them like I just think life gets so much better from there that even the shit parts can be the fun parts they they kind of are the most fun parts when I look back at them still I'm just like man that was fucking crazy I love that <laughs> 100% could not agree more could not agree more so good well, any, yeah any other updates yeah just went casually to costa rica with manifestation yes. days Catherine's in kina that was so sick i mean i feel like i need to give the background of how that happened i had um the funniest the funniest little like ego moments when i was away and stuff because i'd post it and people would be like oh i didn't even know that retreat was on i so would have gone and my little ego's like um it's invite only <laughs> But you so know, like when you were there I was, and we were messaging, I was like, I feel like I'm messaging a celebrity. Yeah. What well, now I have like a literal group chat with Catherine in it and I'm like, okay, like who are we? And she replies to us all the time. It's so cool. Um, so, yeah, I went to Costa Rica with Manifestation Babe, Catherine Zinkina. She runs a really massive manifestation program and her groups have like thousands of people in them. So she's always needed like support and had – peer mentors for each round to come through and help run like some Q and A's and do answer people in the group and give them support and tell our stories and stuff like that. So I was a peer mentor for one of those rounds and she put on a retreat in Costa Rica for us. So I just had to get there, which by the way is as far on the other side of the world as can possibly be. (laughs) Um, But of course I was going to go and like all the girls in there, we've been like we've been in this group chatting and supporting each other and like having big fuck off dreams because we're in mad like we're our backing and meeting point was the manifestation program um, for like the past year and a half two years so to meet them all in person and spend like four delicious days with them in by the way the wildest most delicious abundant expensive villa I've ever seen in my life like it was just so good it was so yummy to be with those women. And then it was like just so expensive to be around Catherine and also she's the most normal human ever. So that was lovely. But then just the story she tells and stuff about particularly her spiritual ventures were just like my mind's just blowing like over and over and over again and soaking that up. Mm. And did that create a lot more safety for you to open that part up? It was very – like it was very interesting timing I felt because – um, yeah, like I'm starting, I had just before that, I had pretty much that week, my spiritual training course had opened and I had that real full body. Yes. To sign up to that. But the whole time I signed up to it really early. Um, and the whole time before it started, I also was having like, you know, my deep yes is there. And then my ego is like, 
what are you doing? Like, you're not psychic. You don't know anything about this shit. Like there's some modalities that we're covering that I am really familiar with. Some of the more healing based things like somatics and um, inner child healing and stuff like that. So that was kind of bringing me comfort, but essentially it was really about like unlocking your psychic gifts. And I was like, why, why do you want to do Like, what are you doing with this? Where's this going? Like, um, but I just knew again, I just knew that that was for me. So I was feeling quite nervous about that and I knew I had to get into it when I got home. And so when I went to the retreat, it wasn't like a personal development retreat. It was meant to be just us all together enjoying the time. Um, So I didn't really know. I just went with that intention of like, let's just enjoy it and whatever happens, happens. So I didn't really know like what I was going to get out of it kind of thing. But that was definitely my overall theme was like, learning listening to everyone else and listening to her stories as well was like really opening up that I am like a little bit psychic that I have like didn't was just wasn't putting two and two together but also just opened that door of I was like this would not be so fascinating and interesting to me if I wasn't meant to go further down this path so it gave me a lot of like confidence in um in doing it but also just excitement I was like yeah let me get home and get into that so fun and we'll do a whole episode, I think, on the spiritual woo-woo psychic side and mm. our experiences with it. Because um, we've got so much mm. going on on that front right now. Yes. It's I funny, like, it. we both um, journeyed uh, the same, very similar things this year in our own way. Yeah, and we get there at different times as well. It's so mm. funny. It sort of felt like I was doing it and then, like, literally a week later it's like all of a sudden all this weird shit's happening to you and you're like oh my god I'm doing it <laughs> it's 100%. so cool yeah any any other updates on your front I think that's all my big ones obviously yeah well my so we had the business wobbles episode and I think I was talking about looking at like a 20k week at that point in time so my November ended up being like a 40k sales month which was just like I can't felt so wild at the time and now I'm like yeah normal that's how I live my life (laughs) and I'm already like I just my brain is always my brain and my emotional and my excitement is like always so far ahead of my reality and I think sometimes like in the unhealthy way I know a lot of people and I've coached a lot of people who are like that and in in its unhealthy state it's really like there's no time for celebration in the now or appreciating the now, but I'm both. I'm just in like this such a delicious state of gratitude all the time for what's happening right now. And so I literally say every day, I'm like, if this is it, fuck yeah. Like I'm good. I love this. I'm so happy for this. Um, and I've said that, you know, on the days I'm crying and on the days I'm like selling like hotcakes and, but I just am already like, shit this is major like how am I scaling for the next season like this launch is looking great but then like when you launch this again what if it's twice the size how are you gonna navigate that how are you gonna be like in integrity and take care of all these people and promise them like the intimacy that you love and all those things and but I'm also loving just this journey of being like "Hmm, I don't know the answer to that and I feel such trust and safety in my body that I'm going to figure it out and it's going to be fucking epic. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Do you want to talk about 2024 or we're not ready yet? We're just going to do that in an, in another episode. I feel like there's too much. 
It's too much to launch into. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Let's not overwhelm these people. Let's let them go home. Let them finish their drive and get out of <laughs> here. Thank you guys so much for sharing in our updates because it's been cray cray over here and we hope that you guys are having as much expansion as we are and coming along for the ride and just, yeah, all those beautiful things Hannah said. No more comparing, no more like, you know, thinking the darkness is the end of you. It's actually the beginning of you and, yeah, have a big-ass 2024 because we're going to. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. See ya. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on your social media and tag us on Instagram at Hannah Ann Co and at Best Life Phoebe. And we're so excited to see you next week.